Welcome to Unabashed You, conversations to become who you already are. The focus at UY is to be who you are without apology, for you are one of a kind, without equal. Be encouraged as these conversations will help you think, celebrate who you are, and move you in some way. Your companion to the whimsy and beauty of the human spirit, Rochelle Condi now. Bijou Mushingezi Lucas is a woman who wears many hats. One of them is a philanthropic endeavor to help the women and children in Congo receive the support they need. It's called Museka Action Project. We got to know her some in Doing Everything with a Good Heart, Episode 74, and today she's back to tell us more about Museka. Welcome back, Bijou. It's a pleasure to have you on the show again. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so pleased to be here once again. Oh, it's such a pleasure. Such a pleasure. All right. I am going to ask you the same questions I've asked you before because these are our classic questions. And maybe your answers will be different because sometimes moods and what have you, things change and You know, these answers can be completely fluid, just ongoing. Is there anything you want the listeners to know about you to start? I I can't even remember what I said the first time. I can't either. (laughs) (laughs) But I uh, am a mother of five, a wife. Um, I'm from Congo, born and raised in Congo. Um, I'm an activist and a philanthropist. Right. Gosh. <laughs> Activist. That's such a good word for what you do. Mm-hmm. Oh. Now, what three words would you use to describe yourself? Then again, I'm not sure I'm going to be saying the same thing, but uh, it's all me. It's yes. all me. So uh, I think I'm um, compassionate. Yes. I'm very uh, creative mm-hmm. and uh, resilient. Ooh, that is very good. Very good. One of your favorite movies of all time? Uh, I'm not really a movie person, but... That's okay. I'll say maybe uh, Coming to America. Oh, (laughs) okay. (laughs) I'm actually planning on watching it one of these days with my kids, yes. Oh, how fun. Oh, that is a a fun one. Oh, great. Um, Name a person that inspires you. Uh, um, Dr. Denise McGregor. Can you spell his name for me? His last name or first name? Both, please. Uh, First name, Denise, D-E. N I S. Okay. Okay. Got it. Dennis. Dennis Mukwege. M U K W E G E. Okay. There it is. I'm such a visual person for me to be able to see it right now. <laughs> That's, oh, yes. And we've talked about him before on the show, but remind us why he is such an inspiration to you and so many other people. I mean, Dr. Denis Mukwege, um, first of all, he's, he's my uncle, but um, more than that, my, he, him inspiring me comes from the fact that he's 
one of the most resilient person mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. His relentless fight for social justice and mm-hmm. the transitional justice for Congo has been really um, an inspiration for many people, mm-hmm. um, especially in my country where um, we live like there is no justice. And having a man who stands and and the voice up and the speak up to try to make things right, he became like literally an inspiration for so many young mm. people who are longing into into change. Right, yes. that's wonderful. And so he, as I recall, is very you said relentless, so very tireless in all of his efforts. This is really yeah. his life is trying to make trying to help Congo in any way he can. Now, which yes. prize did he win? And, and he, I, he's such a humble man, I'm sure that, I mean, we can we can brag about him a little bit here, but that's not probably something he goes around talking about. What is What was his the prize that he won? Oh, he, he won so many prizes. I, I can't even say he, he might be the, 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 the most rewarded person in, in the planet. Wow. But the, the top one... The top one was the, the Nobel Peace Prize that he Nobel won. Nobel Peace Prize, that was it. Oh. <laughs> and, and you know, just the fact that, that he got that for his efforts and all of his hard work. And nobody sets out to, I'm going to do all this stuff because then I'm going to get a bunch of prizes. I mean, that's not his motivation at all. And yet, on some level, it's really good that this his work is recognized so that other people can see that there's a need and that only helps the momentum of of change and justice in Congo. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Wonderful. Exactly. Name a piece of wisdom you keep handy. Um maybe forgive and let go. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, especially like in this season, <laughs> uh, I'm trying, working really hard on letting go. Right, and I have to remind myself. Um, there is so many injustice happening in my home country. Yes. That sometimes when you look at the news and uh, mm. you feel like um, your your heart is broken, your heart is broken by what you're seeing and mm. you feel offended by what people, mm. the people who are supposed to protect, you know, the citizen not doing the, the, the right thing. And right. it builds up in, in you bitterness. Mm-hmm. And uh, those who are trying to make a change are quickly becoming a target. Uh. So, and uh, like every, for the past few few weeks, like every single day we wake up and something that just pisses you off. <laughs> and uh, I've been like learning. I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I forgive easily, but for the past few weeks, it's been like I, I will forgive for what I'm saying, the injustice that I'm saying, but it can I realize that I was not letting go. Oh. And when you don't let go, those things stay in your mind and it's 
it takes out your energy. It sucks your right. energy. Yeah. So I'm really yeah. working hard on uh, trying to to put in good use that piece of advice: forgive and let go. Right. Oh, that's so good. So so good. Wonderful. Now I, we get to take a deeper dive into Moseka. The last time you you came on the show, we talked about. Um, Viango seasoning, which is a, a line of spices from your home country, Congo, that you you created because you would make these dishes and people would want the recipe, but they couldn't quite get it the same way you got it until you started these spices. And that was a way to help um, fund Moseka Action Project. Are you finding that that uh, Moseka is becoming a little more sustainable? Um, in terms of donations and getting the word out? Um, it's not quite where I want it to be mm-hmm. uh, because with the change, the move, I was in Virginia. I think I told you that right. in my first interview. Yes. And um, we moved in um, New York, upstate New York last year, and we are in a very small town. Oh. A very small town, uh, Corning. It's not, um, which is not really making things easier for me in terms of um, connecting with people and getting the word out. Uh, so I'm still really working on that. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Must be very hard to start over. It is. It is. Oh. Right. Yes. How are the kids doing? Are they doing all right with uh, the adjustment? I mean, I, I'm lucky that I have a lot of kids. I have five of them. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love this area, but people are very into themselves. Okay. So um, so that's why I'm, I'm saying I'm lucky that to have uh, five kids that they are, they are friends among themselves. And it's, it's just different from where we came from, uh, Virginia. Right. Uh, it's it's different, but I love the area. I love the, the landscape. It's beautiful. Um, but in terms of um uh social connection, it's not it's not really easy. Right. I, I can totally understand that. All right, let's go back to Moseka because that is what we are I'm really wanting to learn more about mo- what Moseka is doing and we're in a thankful and giving back series. And that's, you fit the bill 1000%. You're very thankful for your home country and you're giving back to it. Let's start with why did you move to the U.S. from Congo? Uh, I I didn't move directly from Congo to the U.S. I was in France. Oh, that's right. And uh, yes, my, my husband at the time, a boyfriend was here. And then uh, when I got married, I moved here because he was here. Yes. Okay, got it, got it. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you you have a heart for the people of Congo, and your uncle is very um, on the front lines of all this work. How do you two partner together? Because I, 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 if I remember right, he founded a hospital. Can you tell us about that? And then how Moseka fits into that? Yes, um, my uncle founded a hospital in Congo, which started just as a, a regular hospital. But uh, in 1997, uh, when the first rebellion started in Congo, he started 
receiving a lot of women who had almost the same issue. They were raped. Mm. And uh, it was the kind of issue that was requiring a lot of attention mm-hmm. because of what they did to those women. It was not like regular rape where a man does it for sexual pleasure or whatever. But in that case, it was being used as a weapon just to destroy women, right. to uh, to stop procreation in women. Mm. So uh, when he started... Uh, getting a lot of women with that same issue, at some point it was unbearable. He had to uh, to reach out to the UN and let them know what was going on, that it was just bizarre what he was mm. saying in the hospital. If you receive one or two cases, it's okay, but if in a day you can receive 20, 40, 50, 100 women with the oh. same the same case, the same problem, then there's Basically, something going on. Right. So at the time, you know, because Congo is a very big country. At the time, I was living in Kinshasa. And um, Dr. Mukwege's hospital is in the eastern part of Congo. Okay. So when I finished college, uh, before moving to France, I just felt in my heart like I wanted to go and spend some time. Uh, in the hospital and do some, uh, you know, to volunteer in the hospital. So when I got there, I started volunteering in the hospital, helping those women. And the, one of the things that we noticed was that most of those women were coming from very rural area and they okay. didn't have any place to go back because their oh. house was burned and uh, they had nothing left. Oh, God. And that became another issue. That became right. another issue that needed to be solved. And uh, at that moment, Dr. Mukwege created the Pansy Foundation, which became like a transition house uh, to welcome those women after physical treatment. They will go to uh, Maison d'Orcas, that's how it's called. It's one of the facilitating Pansy Foundation that mm-hmm. was helping those women to recover after physical treatment, then we go there to recover and also to help them um, to discover themselves and discover what kind of talent they have so we can help them to rebuild their life with uh, some new skills or with some um, activity generating income. So I started volunteering in that facility, working with those women. Right. And then it was wonderful. I, I loved what I was doing, just giving back and uh, just being there for them and uh, bringing hope and uh, all that. But then we, uh, after my time uh, was finished, I, I had to go back in Kinshasa and then I moved to, to France. But my heart stayed very close to those women. Mm-hmm. So I will sometimes call just to check and see how the way doing some of them unfortunately after rape got pregnant they had babies and um after time you know you will call and when you want to get some news and ask how how is the so-and-so doing what happened to her baby oh that baby is so big now he's 10 he's 12 okay (laughs) what is he doing what is he doing oh yeah you know what he wants to join the army why? Why does he want to join the army? And I found it very unfortunate, but I also understand because I don't know 
how I would have reacted if I was that. Right. So for most of those kids, they had the wrong motivation. Ooh. Their motivation was to, it was uh, vengeance. Like, uh... it was like, uh, they want to join the army so they could be able to kill oh. whoever raped their mother if they could identify that person. Right. And at that very moment, it was like a wake-up call for me. At that right. very moment, I was like, this is another problem. So right. we are trying to solve one problem, then you discover another problem, then it brings back another problem. I was like, this is another problem. But right. I really believe in education, um, the power of education and what education can do, how education can change um, the trajectory of someone. Right. So I start thinking, why not have those kids by giving them the opportunity to receive quality education because I'm pretty sure if they are able to go to school, if they are able to be in an environment that shows them that they are valuable, that they have other um, potential in them that they, they can explore, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that will be okay. And uh, that's how I started but the, the project, uh, the Dream Come True project with Moseka, helping those kids with education. Yes. Okay, so Moseka has a program within it called, what's it called, Dream Come True? Dream Come True, yes. Okay, and that is an educational arm of Moseka? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's, and that's how we can partner with uh, the, the Ponzi Hospital. Okay. Oh, okay. So you partner with Ponzi Hospital. Got it. Okay. And and the the uh, dream come true is that for the women, the kids, or both? A dream come true is for the kids. Okay. And the women, we do have them in um the family empowerment program. Family empowerment. Which, yes. Okay. Um, so while we are helping the kids with education. Uh, we work with their uh, mother to have them find, discover their potential, discover mm. their skills, and teach them business literacy and uh, help them start small business to become independent mm. and uh, to be able to take care of their family. Yes. Well, and that has to be extremely rewarding work, right? And helping, is. giving an arm up. For people, you're, you're not, I mean, you're, you're like the word empower, you're, you're teaching them, you're giving them the tools to be able to do this on their own. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Right. And what I like, like, for example, with the kids, when they join Moseka, they all have a dream. They all have a dream. Some will tell you, I want to be a lawyer. After uh. going through counseling, I want to be a lawyer. I want oh. to be a doctor so I can oh. have other people too. I want to be a teacher. Oh. And uh, that's what it's all about. And we just there to show them that you can do it. Oh. You can you can be whatever you want to be. Don't you think that your don't you ever think that your life is defined 
by your past or by the way you came into this world. No, you can be whatever you want. Wow, that's so beautiful. Now, okay, so kind of walk me through the generalities of the Dream Come True program and the Family Empowerment program. Are they are they like a certain length long or does it depend on the individual woman? Are they classes? I mean, how how is this structured? So each year we, um, like I say, we partner with uh, County Foundation. We go to Maison d'Orcas. Some of the women we work with are still in Maison d'Orcas in Pansy uh, Foundation. Okay. Um, and they have their kids there. They are still trying to figure out how they can make it or what kind of activity they can start doing so they can become independent. So when we go, we talk with them. We talk with the kid and uh, based on our, you know, budget or whatever we can do, we um, see if the if the mother, for example, uh, says that oh, I I, I used to sell uh, food, for example. Okay, we're gonna put that woman in the program uh, with someone who is already like the coach to oh. help her improve. Right. Uh, to 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 learn new skills in business, how to Got save it. money, how to to buy the, the 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 right product and all that, and at the same time we take the kid. But the women we sponsor the women for her business only once in only once. Okay, and we continue with the child. We continue Got with it. the child in the program. Yes, and that's how we've been working. Yes, oh, wonderful. Now, do the children live there or they come each day? They come. Some of them live in in, in Pandy Foundation because, like I said, they are still trying to, they are still in the transition. Right. But some of them have been there, but they already left uh, because usually they are supposed to stay in Maison Locas for six months. For okay. six. But sometimes, you know, if that they don't have anywhere to go. They can stay longer. Uh-huh. They can stay longer. Yeah. But we, we also work with um, just vulnerable women who are in the area. Some of them have been victim of um, sex trafficking uh-huh. uh, that we also, we also work with. Um, yes, it's not only the women in Pansy uh, Hospital that we work with. You also work with uh, other vulnerable women in the area. Right. Your uncle must be very um, moved that you have come alongside him and are extending out some of what he's doing. He must be just very pleased, I would think, by your heart. And you're wanting to come alongside a lot of what he's doing. He loves it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think it was uh, two or three years ago in Moseka, we we gave him a prize. (laughs) (laughs) And um, he said that that was the most beautiful, the most important prize he ever received in his entire life. Oh, my goodness. Because it came from Moseka. It it, it meant so a lot to him. that we could just acknowledge his uh, his work. He was like, this is just different. Didn't I send you a picture of that? Of the two of you, yes, yes. 
I'm sure I was like pointing on something. I think so. Yeah, I'll that was when we, we, we gave gave him a little more second oh, prize. That's so <laughs> nice. That's so wonderful. Now, does he live in Congo? I would imagine. Yes, he does. Now, is it hard for you not to live there? Or do you feel that you can do more good not being there? I mean, um, or do you feel conflicted? Both. It's kind of 50-50 because I'm, you know, that's just the way I am. I'm very creative. Um, And sometimes it's hard with your creativity to delegate people and to have them reproduce exactly what you have in your mind. Because I may start with one project, but in my mind, I'm thinking about a thousand projects already. (laughs) But when you delegate to another person, that person is only thinking about that one thing you told him to do. Unless that person is a like-minded, you know, then... Yeah, so it's it's it, it's kind of fifty fifty for me. Um, at the same time, being here helps me to raise, to bring awareness and right. raise money, so I can help support uh, uh, the project over there. But I hope now that my kids are kind of growing up um, with God's grace, maybe I'll be able to be uh, to go maybe once a year to see how things are. Going wonderful. There. Is yes. that the goal to, to go to Congo once a year and kind of see where everything's what what's yes. happening and all of that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so wonderful to be yes. boots on the ground there. That is so great. And I know you're having a um a live um presentation. Is it through yes. Instagram with your Instagram. vice president of the most of Mosaic Action Project? Is she going to then share sort of where Mosaic is at and some of the goals they have? Exactly, exactly. We we do it like every year. Last year I was the one on the show, so this year she'll be the one um, talking um, about her perception of Mosaic and where we are with Mosaic, our needs, and all that. Wow. There, there's no shortage of of things that that we can do, right? To to be helpful, whether it's you know exactly. right down the street or farther away. There, there just there is a lot of hurting people out there that could use some kind of hand. Exactly, and in, like you say, empowering them. So not just giving, but sharing and educating, so that they then can do it on their own mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very, that's very good and how do your kids um how do they how do they understand Moseka? um i think they they understand pretty well what's going on mm-hmm. they understand pretty well what's going on because um i try my best for them to understand um, what life is all about. Mm-hmm. I try my best for them not to be so attached to material and to understand that life is more than that. Right. right. 
I'll give you an example. A um, few days ago, one of my kids, he's eight years old, he told me, he asked me a question, Mom, if we go to heaven, will you take your computer with you in heaven? <laughs> I was so like, why, why would I need a computer in heaven? He said, so you can you, you can keep working on Moseka. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't. In, in heaven, there, there won't be any Moseka in heaven. And I won't need a computer in heaven. <laughs> but so I was touched because he told me that out of nowhere. Right. Out of nowhere. So it, 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 it meant to me that um, this boy, I understand. He yeah. understands what really matters for me. Where is my heart? And every day when he prays, he always brings up Moseka. So I explain to them, of course, I don't give them all the details, but right. they know there are other kids in need um, that they need to share their mom with other kids. Uh, and they understand that. And what I love also is the fact that we agree with them for their birthdays to always raise money for Moseka. Oh. And they love that. Oh, that's so wonderful. That really is a beautiful tradition. I think I remember you telling me about that last time. That is absolutely beautiful. And you're raising beautiful human beings that understand um, the importance of of giving back, of having a servant's heart. I, I think that's wonderful. I imagine someday you would like to take them there and show them Moseka. Oh, yes. Oh yes, that's 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 my goal. I I would love to. I really compassion is something that really matters a lot to me yes. because I I think and I feel like that's just my perception that um, good leaders are compassionate people. Yes, because if you can't understand or you can put yourself you can put yourself in other people's position mm. sometimes you will always make the wrong decision yeah you think you are helping but you are actually hurting them. Uh-huh. but if you can put yourself in other people's position and try to walk into their path you will understand and uh, make good decision and i really you know having four boys i don't know um, what really God is calling them, but I really want them to be good leaders who have compassion. Right. Mm-hmm. And you can't go wrong with that, right? Compassion. No. You cannot go wrong. You can't. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. You know, this has been such a pleasure to have you. I know we keep in touch via Instagram, but this is just face-to-face in real life. I know, right? <laughs> Being able to visit and learn more about uh, Moseka and and again be reminded of what wonderful work you are doing and your uncle is doing and I, I just am so moved and inspired by by it all. Thank you so much for spending this time with us and um, wishing Moseka a very big year in 2023. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> She brings up a good point about forgiveness. It is hard, but not as hard as it is to let go. If you don't, it will stay in your mind and take up energy. 
It is far better for you in particular to release it. You don't have control of the situation other people created, but you sure have the ability not to hold on to it. It's not productive. It doesn't serve you. Just ask Bijou. She knows. The Unabashed You website has a page for each guest filled with photos, quotes, and a blog with embedded audio at unabashedyou.com. You can find the show on other podcast platforms. Want to lend your support and encouragement? We invite you to subscribe, follow, rate, review, and share. On Instagram and Facebook, you can find us under Unabashed You. If you want to connect, the email is unabashedyou at gmail.com for questions, comments, and anything else. If you want to be part of our weekly emailing list highlighting the week's episode, give us a shout. We'd be happy to add you, and your info will never be shared. Website visits, social media, and word of mouth in sharing these episodes makes us discoverable, so thanks for your support there. We want these conversations to help you think, celebrate who you are, and move you in some way. Be encouraged as you continue to listen, read, and be inspired. Yes, I'm almost done with this cold. And now our closing prayer. God, sometimes I want an immediate solution for my problems. It can be so hard to wait, but I know your timing and your ways are perfect. As I wait for you, help me to learn from the current situation I'm in. Focus on the blessings I currently have and praise you for all the things you're going to do. In Jesus' name, amen. And that is from you, Version. As you go about your day today, become who you already are.